And get ready for some football. Dun, dun, dun. All right, that was me just being an idiot. All right, you ready, Mano? I'm ready, man. All right. I'm ready. All right, here we go. And welcome back to the Caps on Sports Podcast. This is your co-host of the week, Nick Tobias, joined by my other co-host, Anthony Mano. Anthony, how are we doing over here at the top? It's good. It's nice to be at the winner's table. Yeah, it is nice to be at the winner's table. We made a little thing. Uh, well, technically, I made the rule that whoever comes in first with your I feel like this was more of like a hijacking. It was absolutely. It was, <laughs> but that's fine with me because it's it been fun. It was absolutely a hijacking. Um, whoever comes in first with their previous week picks uh, gets to host the podcast. And man, and I came in at, at a shabby two and three, but it <laughs> couldn't be worse than one and four. I mean, it could be. You could be zero and five, but uh, we're back. Week two NFL um, after a crazy, crazy, crazy week one. Um, especially, you know, started with the Thursday game with Tampa Bay, uh, and the Monday night game was crazy too with with Las Vegas and uh, Baltimore. I'm excited for this week. Um, we're gonna run down every single. Uh, game of the week, especially the ones we're going to hit on our, our, our specific picks for the week. Um, and like stick always mentions, we keep track of it. So we try to keep it updated throughout the year. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, um, Instagram, listen to this anytime you want on Spotify, Apple podcasts, YouTube. Um, I like to plug in early cause I know the boys and girls are listening out there. Um, all right. So the first game we're going to talk about stick has, or I'm sorry, Sam has a pick on this. We're going uh, Miami dolphins at the Buffalo bills. Spread is Buffalo minus three, and the team total is at a measly 47 and a half for a high-powered offense like Buffalo. Sam, which way are you going? Um, I know they looked like uh, shit in the last couple quarters on Sunday, but I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills at minus three and a half. I mean, just looking at the, the talent on both sides, Buffalo is a lot stronger. Uh, I think their, their defense is just as talented as um, Miami. And, you know, Buffalo – they lost not because really their defense defense played very well against a rather not great Pittsburgh offense, but I mean, Miami, I think it's in the same boat, not really a strong offensive team and just all the offensive weapons in Buffalo. I think they have a big bounce back week here and show like, Hey, we're the, we're the beasts of the, of the AFC East. So I, I know it's only week two, but like they kind of want to make a statement like, Hey, like let's not forget we won 13 games last year. So I, I see a big bounce back game for Josh Allen and them. So let's go with Buffalo minus three and a half. Yeah. I mean, I think Buffalo minus three and a half at home is a crazy, is, is good value. Any, you guys have any input stick, Mano, anything quick? I mean, this is my next pick out. So I took my five and then, I don't know. Honestly, I'll be completely honest with you. I didn't realize the home team was in column C and the away team was in column D. I thought it was flipped this entire time. So yeah, and so did I actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I just feel even better actually about the pick. <laughs> I made the spreadsheet too, so this is good. Um, I guess at home I like it. Then I, I was assuming they're on the road, but they're not. So yeah. Um, pardon. Wow. Okay. I really I, feel like I want to take this pick now. No, it it, it is you. You have, you have mislabeled. Yeah, you hundred yeah, percent mislabeled. I didn't mislabel. I actually miscopy and pasted. So whoever was the source, which I don't remember. Uh, okay, so you're getting regardless. you're getting Buffalo minus three and a half on the road. I mean, I'm still okay with the value. Yeah, no, I still like it. Like I was, I did it as if they were on the road. So. Wait, so it's correct. The order is correct. The label. The order is correct. It was just the column. Correct. Yeah, it makes label. sense more to really. Oh, team A at team B, or you know, yeah. column C at column D. So yeah, that's normally how I read it. That's why soccer freaks me out. 
but all right, not, all right, all right. No this, this is this is not a soccer podcast. We're on a football podcast. Come on, I got to keep the train rolling here. Um, uh, right. uh, some people call football uh, soccer. And okay, some the, the, call this soccer is a, football. So this is Amer- American makes football. Makes more sense for soccer. Right, I'm just, I'm just trying. All right, I'm just trying to clarify. You're right. You're right. Let me know when you guys are done because <laughs> football. Done. All right, so next we're going to go with uh, – we got two picks on this, one for me, one for Mano. We got Cincinnati at Chicago. Chicago favored minus three and, and over under for the total at 45. Um, looks like Chicago is going to start Andy Dalton again. Cincinnati looked good their first week. Uh, Mano, which way are you rocking in this one? It's a Red Rocket revenge game, man. It's uh, – <laughs> I'm taking – I got to take wow. Chicago. Listen – it's not that Cincinnati wasn't impressive last week over their win over, over, uh, over Minnesota and over time. Cause they were, they absolutely were. The offense looked like it clicked. It looked like, you know, this was the Joe Burrow, Zach Taylor combination that we were, that we were promised when they brought uh, him on the coach and Burrow on the quarterback. But I mean, I, I'm looking at the lines like across the entire thing. Like it, it seems like a lot of overreactionary lines based on week one. And that's kind of what they want, I would suppose. So I got to take Chicago here. They're just a better team and they're going to give, three points they're they're laying three points on the road so i like that or at home whoa <laughs> yeah Chicago home. minus three um the same reason you don't like cincinnati is kind of why i like cincinnati um i like cincinnati's youth it looks like joe burrows was, was very comfortable in the pocket which plays a huge um which plays a huge factor especially because his offensive line isn't that good um jamar chase didn't drop a ball um t higgins is kind of a stud uh, joe mixon's good in their defenses whatever but um this is me just going against andy Dahl and playing at least half the football game and not believing any second of that offense their defense wasn't really that good either um and to be honest with you i kind of look at cincinnati as like a uh, a younger version of the los angeles rams and the kind of weapons they have and um you know they're, they got high flyers come on you're looking at me sammy t higgins tyler boyd Jamar Chase, granted Joe Mixon gets hurt a lot, but when he doesn't, he's he's great. He, you guys, everyone knows that for fantasy. Um, but I'm going to go with uh, Cincinnati plus three on the road here. Sam, stick, nothing? I would agree with the Cincinnati side, mm-hmm. but I don't have the balls to just take it within a field goal on the road. Chicago plays well at home. It's freaking me out. I don't like yeah, it. I mean, I guess buying a half a point would be smart here. Um, Not even I mean, that. I, I don't trust – the Bengals on the road in Chicago, regardless. All right. So next game, we're going to go. We're going to, go to, <laughs> we're going to the Denver Broncos at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I honestly think the Jaguars are on the road, so I'm going to have to. They're not. They're home. They are. I got it. They the are. The is correct. We don't have to check anything. The only things that were. Okay. okay. That's my fault. That's my apologies. Okay. So we got Denver at Jacksonville, Denver minus six over under 45 and a half. Of course, the only person who has a pick on a Jaguars game is your boy. Um, bet on it last week, bet against the Jaguars in a cash out for me this week. I am betting on the Jaguars. Give me plus six at home this week. Um, the Jaguars offense actually looked pretty decent last week. Grant granted how, okay. How bad Houston is. Um, but I believe in this young football team, and I think you give T-Law six at home. Sure. Give me some Jacksonville. How stupid do you guys think I am? I don't. I really don't. Yeah, you like Jacksonville? Not, not enough to put them in one, in one of my picks, but, yeah, I can see Jacksonville keeping this game close. It's just a matter of if they can play defense because we saw with yeah. our own eyes on Sunday that the Broncos can uh, 
Move the football. Teddy Bridgewater looked like Peyton Manning yeah. against the Giants on Sunday. I don't know if that's more of a more of a boost for Teddy Bridgewater or that the Giants defense is just not there yet. I hope it's a boost for Teddy. We'll oh, find so out uh, tonight. I picked him up on the waiver wire, got him starting this week in a I got it as a super flex, you know. Teddy's a solid quarterback. I mean, he always has been. He's always been a bridge quarterback, but like, I mean, those guys uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a good one. <laughs> but you know All what right. I mean? He's always been he's always been a middle tier quarterback. He's gonna get the job done some days and some days he won't. Against against Jacksonville, he'll probably look like Mike Vick again. Interesting. Um all right. Well, the next game that we have on the slate that nobody has a pick on, we got Houston at Cleveland, Cleveland minus 12 and a half, pretty big spread for Cleveland. Um, they kept a pretty close game last week against KC uh, and total set at 48. Nobody's got a pick. Does anybody want to comment or I, actually, I, I had Cleveland cold. down before I, I took it off and subbed it in for some, for something else. So we'll get to you later, but uh, I kind of got scared out because I mean, Houston did look better than anticipated. Granted it was the Jaguars. So, and Cleveland theoretically should beat them by 30, but I don't know. It's a lot of points. No OBJ for Cleveland for what that matters, but I really don't, I don't think, think that's it does. end of the world. Really. We're gonna run the ball down their throat regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did anybody? Yeah, Cleveland's, Cleveland's gonna is gonna, I think, own possession in this game if they can keep the ball forty something minutes. I think, and then just Mano. I'm not drinking the I'm not drinking the the Browns Kool Aid yet, but um, twelve and a half is a little steep for my uh, for my pockets. I'm going to say this game ends with the Browns score having a three in front of it and the Texans having a one in front of it. So I should tell you, I want to lean towards the Browns. 31-19. Yeah, unless it's 30-19, to 31-19, <laughs> then we got an issue. But I <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was going to take this. I was going to take Houston 12-and-a-half because this game screams sneaky backdoor cover at the last four quarters. Uh, four, mm-hmm four minutes of the fourth quarter where he, you know, Ty God just throws a touchdown to keep it within a, t- a 10 points. They're down um, 21 and they're just trying whatever the fuck yeah. works. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, you might as well. Schoolyard okay. bullshit. Um, <laughs> so next game we got on the state, we're one of the other one o'clock games, Las Vegas, a steaming hot Las Vegas after a, a crucial big time showtime Monday night win. Um, Las Vegas Raiders at the Pittsburgh Steelers, Pittsburgh minus five and a half total set at 47. Okay. We got three picks on this game. Me, Sam, and Mano, who wants to go? I'll go. I mean, I'll go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was I mean, waiting I mean, for someone. I'm like, all right. Sammy, go ahead. But, okay. um, so I'm, uh, I'm not maybe not like totally bought in, but I'm getting close to buying in on these Raiders team. They looked very good, especially with that front four was able to get to Lamar Jackson very easily, it seemed on Monday night and the offense looked solid. I mean, Derek, Derek Carr missed some throws, but at the end of the day, they won the game against a good Baltimore Ravens team. And the, but the big thing I think the is the Vegas defense was looked a lot better than anticipated. And against a very good Baltimore offense, I know they're, they're hurt at the, at the running back position, but you know, it's still Lamar Jackson. He's, he's showtime. He's, he's great. And he didn't, have didn't look great for the most part. And then Pittsburgh's offense is saying it every episode we've done, they're not good. And 
I'm going to take Vegas. I think five and a half is a lot of, is a lot of points to be uh, giving this Raiders team, especially at a, I'm think an overvalued Pittsburgh team. All right, Mano. Uh, I'm not buying the Vegas hype either. You know, um, a, a home victory for them, which was obviously a big time win. They wanted to lose that game. Um, and if they, if they lost that game, I think this is like an eight and a half point line to be completely honest with you. I think it's, I think it's a lot of, a lot of buy-in on, on what Vegas did to a pretty banged up, um, Ravens team. So they win that game. They got to fly across the country. I'm big time on those cross country flights. Uh, I think they are, uh, underrated. Um, especially when you got to come in and play Pittsburgh, like it, it, it's no it's no cakewalk when tj watt is, is lining up against your your offensive lineman um i liked what i saw from the raiders i just i think pittsburgh uh is going to do enough to uh to pull out this uh to pull out this game i think it's a 10 point uh, 10 point pittsburgh victory wow. wow all right we got one on pittsburgh one on las vegas i get to break the tie um and you already know i'm riding with Derek Carr. Um, if you haven't seen his post game speech after the Monday night win, uh, please go and watch it. Um, I, I think that was, mm-hmm. I think that was just absolutely fantastic. Um, and you know, I've heard nothing but good things about Derek Carr from the front office, from head coach, John Gruden and from his teammates. Um, the fan base is one thing, but the people who actually play with him and, and who spend every day with him, um, you know, mean a little bit more than some guy sitting on his couch and working nine to five. Now they did they were trending to lose the game last week to say the least. Um, but what matters is they didn't lose the game. They, they played they lost the, it twice. They made the plays when they had to make the plays what they should have lost, but the Ravens couldn't capitalize. And granted the Ravens don't have, you know, their, their number ones out there, their second string or third string running back, but still you saw Tyson Williams kind of rip that, rip that defense apart a little bit. And I think the Baltimore Ravens had every opportunity to win that game. They didn't. Um, the Raiders are hot. I think the Raiders are going to be a great team, a great team this year who are going to be a, t- I think they're going to be a tough team to beat. They're going to be a very average record team. I think it'd be very tough to beat. Um, the defense of Pittsburgh does concern me, but I just think um, their Pittsburgh offense can't keep up with Las Vegas's offense, especially if it gets a little warm. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, Vegas on the road plus five and a half stick. Do you want to say anything or. Um, no, I still don't know what to make of either of these teams, honestly. Mm, fair enough. Pittsburgh, I have a little sour taste in my mouth from the end of last year, and then the Raiders are always up and down, so they got to prove themselves. So, all right, yeah, so we're gonna we'll, we'll go to the next one o'clock game. No one's taking anything. New England at the New York Jets. New England minus five and a half at uh, on the road. I'm sorry, total set to forty three. Quick notes before we got no picks on this. I would hammer the Patriots if if I had to make a pick on it, but mm. I'm I'm not. So, That's I mean, the two only rookie quarterbacks. Two rookie quarterbacks. Anything can happen. It it could be yeah. a shit show. But New England didn't look all that impressive after Mac Jones hype. He looked he looked fine. He looked like a rookie quarterback. But right. we'll see how he goes. Pretty solid in the second half against Carolina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I, I, mean, I should... could see the Jets covering here at home. But again, it's I don't want to put anything on this game. That's it, I could see going it's, a lot of different ways. It's the New York Jets. It's hard to touch when it's the New York Jets. I get mm-hmm. it. Um, all right, so so next game we got two picks on. We got the New Orleans Saints. You did miss a game, by the way. Just uh... mm-hmm. oh, I did. You're right, I did. We'll, we'll go to that one first. Good call. We're we're gonna do the Indianapolis, or I'm sorry, the Los Angeles Rams at the Indianapolis Colts. Los Angeles Rams is favored by four points, minus four total set to forty-seven and a half. Two picks, Mano and I. Mano, you want the floor? No, all you, bro. 
<laughs> All right. Let me let me make this quite simple to you. Los Angeles's offense is is very good, and their defense is very good. And Indianapolis doesn't have a secondary. I'm just going to be honest with you. And they're going to get they are going to get torched. It's going to be a flamethrower. Matt Stafford is going to be an MVP candidate if he isn't already. Um, give me Los Angeles minus four. I don't know why this line is so weird. That's the only thing that makes me nervous. Why is this line not like six and a half? Um, I just don't think Indy can keep up at all. So, go ahead, Mano. Uh, the injury report for um, uh, the Colts is a, is a little uh, it's a little deep, if you will. It's uh, Darius Leonard didn't practice. Ankle and an illness. Quentin Nelson didn't practice. Uh, foot in the back. Xavier Rhodes didn't practice. Calf injury. Uh, Braden Smith, foot injury, didn't practice. I don't know if he starts or not. Eric Fisher, Achilles, limited. Al Qadin Muhammad, full practice today. Quiddy Pay did not practice. Uh, Jack Doyle did not practice. It, it's it's a long it's a long list. There's not a lot of guys, but like the impact guys you're looking at at the top there: Darius Leonard, Xavier Rhodes, Quentin Nelson, Eric Fisher. Those guys didn't practice. I would expect the Rams to to kind of wreak havoc here. Uh, the fact that it's only what four, four minus four is is a little scary to me. But uh, I I think the um, the general consensus on the Colts are a little higher than uh than, than I were than I am. Stick, Sammy, quick notes. Uh, I like the Rams a lot. Mm-hmm. That's pretty yeah. much it. <laughs> yeah. The Colts are just another one of those teams where I don't know who they are, and we're not going to know for a little bit because they have a new quarterback situation. Um, they have a loaded backfield, but kind of a weak-ish wide receiver core and an average defense, so I don't know. I feel like it's just going to be a matter of them, whether they step up or whether they don't step up. So, Sammy? Yeah. Coming into this season, like, I was very big on the Colts' defense especially, but, I mean, I think their front seven's fine. It's their secondary is – I mean, if, if they can't get to Russell Wilson, which was the big thing, I mean, he torched them. So, this is also classic early season Russell Wilson. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I won't hit the panic button quite yet on the Colts. Um, yeah, I want to see a clear of this game. But I, I think with the injury report for Indianapolis, if – some guys go from questionable to out. This this line is going to move from four to maybe around a touchdown. So, yeah. all right. So next game that um, I jumped to on accident because this is my first time hosting. Stick looking at me makes me very nervous. It, makes, <laughs> it gives me butterfly stick. I'm not. Who am I supposed lie. to look at the person talking? Yeah, I got. I just want to give you a quick shout out. I give you a little credit for doing this. It definitely isn't easy, but you've probably done it what at least twenty Ooh, times. What? Taking a back seat, being the host. I don't care. You've done a long, no, I'm just saying you've done a long time, so you're more experienced. Sounds like you care. Okay. Anyway, all right. Next game, Sammy until right now. Sammy's New Orleans Saints at the Carolina Panthers. Saints are favored minus three and a half on the road. Total set at forty four. Two picks on this game. Sammy and I. Um, Sam, I'll let you talk about your New Orleans Saints, who seem to have um, a COVID such a, problem. Such a, such a not my pick, but oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's it's Stick's <laughs> pick. Stick, you like the COVID Saints. Yeah, um, I didn't like them last week, and we saw what they did. So now I'm kind of like wary of like the Jameis Winston Saints. He's going into a familiar, uh, familiar place. He's played division games there for a couple years now. Uh, I don't know. I, I just feel like the Panthers aren't that good. They're good, but they're not that good. And the Saints are going to come in here and cover a fairly small number. I also like the over here. I think it's going to be like a thirty-five something. What is Jameis MVP? Is that what that said? Of course it does. I just already know. It's going over 44 for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, I'm taking Carolina. I have them plus four, but I'm going to take them plus three and a half if that's what it takes. Yeah, this is a line um, you made up. This is not a line. <laughs> this is a line that I bought. This is a line that I bought on on Tuesday or on Monday when it came out. Um, so I'm taking Carolina for a couple different reasons. This is before the COVID, uh, the COVID hit the New Orleans Saints. The only reason I think this line. The only thing the Saints, I, I think they're going to come back to reality. I think last week, uh, Jameis Winston kind of showed out. You don't really see Aaron Rodgers throwing two picks and um, only throwing for 100 yards and then getting benched. You don't see that happening ever. That's his worst game of his career. You're never going to see it happening again. Um, I think Jameis Winston had arguably one of the best games of his career through five touchdowns. I mean, that's that's pretty good. Um, I, I, I like Carolina in this spot as a little bit of an upset. Um, yeah. Sam Darnold, I think he had a game to kind of get his feet underneath him. Um, Joe Brady calls a good offense, and Christian McCaffrey is a stud. I guess the only thing that, that kind of worries me is, is the Saints defense did play very well in the last game, and um, I just don't think they're they're that good in, in general. But um, I'm going to go with Carolina plus three and a half. I do love the over. Um, I don't – again, I don't know why it's so low. It's a little suspect that it's only 44 because um, I, I, I think Carolina can easily put up 21, and I think um, – New Orleans can easily put up 30. I mean, but that's just... Then why are you on Carolina plus four if you think that's going to be the score? It doesn't make sense. It makes complete sense. Because you know where it needs to make sense up here. It doesn't need to make sense over there. Because you got four points. I only have three and a half. I'm I'm taking them plus three and a half. Sammy, Mano, am I stupid? I mean, I'm not really with you guys on the whole, like, oh, it's going to fly over thing. Because the Panthers scored what? Like seventeen something. They scored nineteen there. points. Nine, 19 against the Jets. Not bad. And the Saints, granted, Rogers like didn't look good, but they scored three points against what's supposed to be a very very good offense in Green Bay. So, I mean, New Orleans is is coming to the season. They weren't going to win games based off you know scoring thirty five a game. They're going to win games because they have a very solid defense. So, honestly, I think it stays under if anything. But Mano, you no, know, I, I love my, love me some Jameis Winston. So. Five more touchdowns, maybe this weekend. Man or nothing? Are you asking me? No, I have no thoughts. Sam, I okay. mean, Sam, the, the Saints are going to make Sam Darnold look like a child. Okay. He still is a child. All right, He's we're like going to go. We're going to go to the last uh, one o'clock game here. We got San Fran, the 49ers, on the road against the NFC's number one team. The Philadelphia Eagles. San Fran's favored minus three and a half. Over under is set at fifty. We got two boys on this game gentlemen point me in the right direction stick i think you and i are going to have the same kind of general consensus here it's it's a lot of overreaction for the uh for the philadelphia eagles i i don't think jalen hurts had a had a good game like he had a really good game but they didn't ask him to do anything like exceptional he threw a lot of screens he threw a lot of they were playing the falcons too yeah exactly Exactly. Um, I, I think it's a I think it's a big overreaction spot. And they could be they could be really good this year. I mean, they I, I thought they had the worst roster in football, right? And then they show up and, and shit on the the uh, the Falcons. And they still might have the worst roster in football, but I think the Niners are gonna do more to expose them than um, than what the Falcons did. Yeah, I totally agree. I just think the Niners are a more a better coached team. Mm-hmm. And more experienced, their defense is second to none. I feel like it's going to be probably close in the beginning, and then I think San Fran's going to pull away. So, Sam, you want to you want to make any comments or 
because I mean, the I only mean, reason like I'll, since, probably, I'll tell you the only reason I'm not touching this game is because I want to take Philadelphia plus three and a half. That mm-hmm. is the reason I'm not touching this game. I'm Jalen Hurts looks real good. He looks very good, and but, I and honestly, I didn't think very highly of him up until last week and then i'm like okay granted okay now we talk smack about some defenses yes atlanta doesn't have that good of a defense but still an nfl defense it's not it's a college defense it's not a high school defense it's an nfl defense he looked pretty good so sammy sorry yeah i mean i i got a little scared of this game because i mean obviously hurts looked very good and the niners looked very bad in the last two and a half minutes against detroit but Overall, I mean, I I would did not expect that team to put up 41 points in any game this season, let alone I, I know it's Detroit and they have a good defense, but I don't know. Um, I guess yeah, I mean, listen, going, I going over, but yeah, this is I, I don't really know much, um, or I I don't really have an opinion on either either of these teams yet. It's a tough game. I want to see some game. more. See, that's why we're being smart and laying off of it. It's a tough game. Okay, so to the first four o'clock game we go, um, tied with the largest spread of the week. We got. Sammy. We got the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay at home favorited minus 12 and a half over under set for 52. Of course, the Sammy Han is on this game. Sammy, show me the way. Uh, Tampa minus 12 and a half. And I, I know it's a lot of points, but it's defending Super Bowl champions over a terrible um, Falcons team. This is a team that could not stop the pass rush from Philadelphia who grant a solid pass rush, but the, uh, the front seven for the bucks is uh, pretty good. If you haven't been paying attention. So mm-hmm. I think Tampa could hit the over by themselves. So yeah, I, I don't really want to overthink this. They're going to, they could win this game by 30 points. Yeah. I mean, I, I, 52. I'll, 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 Tom Brady's I'll, already like shot. throwing shade at the Falcons. I just think this is going to be a great game for some reason. I think this is going to be a very a very good game. I don't know why I'm kind of believing in, in, in Matt Ryan, just saying, you know what, let's, let's start slinging it. Cause I'm playing, I'm playing TB 12. He's going to cook me <laughs> thick Mano, nothing. Dude, anybody in the books linebacking core can cover Kyle Pitts at least good enough. Maybe not anybody, but they have very solid linebackers. Really. I feel like he's going to get free for a couple, maybe like one or two tutties and a hundred yards, but this is going to be a total blowout game. I mean, yeah. I, could, I could see the Falcons actually like, like getting some points up, but Tampa's just going to – I don't see them being stopped at all. <laughs> it could be like 45-21, 45-25, like around – I don't even know. It could be 45-31. Yeah. That's still a cover. Like, it's true. They're not Falcons could light up the scoreboard, but I would love that game. It's 45-31, a little, little shootout. But all right, so we yeah, got – going to murder them. Next 4 o'clock game, uh, we got two picks on them, two of the fellows. We got the Minnesota Vikings on the road. Against the Arizona Cardinals, Arizona home favorites minus four and a half. The team total, or I'm sorry, the game total set at 51. The two fellows who have a pick on this, what do you guys think? Uh, well, for the same reason, I think that we are both on San Francisco. Uh, well, I guess not on Philly. I, I think we're, we're going to be on opposite spectrums here. Um, I mean, Minnesota got embarrassed, right? Like plain and simple. Um, I don't know if they were overlooking you know, Cincinnati or just didn't have a good game plan for them. But um, I, I, I'm still a believer in Minnesota's defense, even though they kind of got picked apart. Um, I think they're one of the better defenses in the league and have a really good defensive coach. I don't think he's going to come out and get embarrassed, especially watching what the what um, what Kyler Murray just did to to um, 
to Tennessee. Like Tennessee doesn't have a good defense, like period. Minnesota is in a whole different dimension on the defensive side of the ball than, than Tennessee is, despite getting picked apart by Cincinnati. I don't think Kyler Murray can can do what he did to Tennessee to um to Minnesota. And I'm assuming stick, you think they can. Yes, yeah, stick can. stick change yeah, my mind. That would be why I'm picking Arizona here. Mm. Which by the way, since Nick wants to buy some points. When I made the spreadsheet, it was Arizona minus four and a half. It's now minus three and a half. So the line moved in my favor on this one. Um, People are dumb. Look, I just I, feel I don't worried. know, man. Fading, fading the public. Arizona being home. Minnesota having a practically non-existent secondary against exactly what Arizona wants to do and what they did last week against Tennessee. Man, your point was spot on. I feel like Minnesota's defense is miles above Tennessee's defense. And I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Like, if you take the results from week one, you have a close game, close loss to uh, Cincinnati. Then you have the other side of the spectrum where the Cardinals beat the Titans in a blowout. I don't think if you hold all else uh, equal that it's going to be a blowout for the Cardinals, but I feel like they're going to cover maybe win by a touchdown or so, I think. I think that's fair. All right, so we're going to hop to the next game. We got one pick on the next game. Did this, I was going to – uh, put down instead of the Jacksonville game. This is one of my first ones out. Uh, we got Dallas Cowboys on the road against the Los Angeles Chargers. Los Angeles favored minus three at home over under set at 55. Stick's the only one that's got a pick on this stick. I don't, I don't, um, I don't like this. Yeah. All right. So I picked the Chargers last week. It was actually my only winning pick. And now I'm just totally <laughs> betraying them. Wow. And I'm leaving them at home against the Dallas Cowboys. I, don't know. I liked what I saw out of uh, that Cowboys offense last week against a good Tampa D that we were just talking about a couple games ago. Um, the Chargers have the tendency to be up and down. They looked good against a good Washington defense, but they didn't blow them out. They didn't really break through. They just kind of did enough to win the game. Um, I just think Dallas is more explosive than the Chargers are going to be. Um, it's up to the Chargers to play good defense, and I feel like that's really the only way they can neutralize uh, the Cowboys because the Cowboys are going to play – Probably average to below average defense, but it's uh, I expect this to go back and forth, and I think the chart or the Cowboys are good as a uh, taking a field goal on the road. Yeah, I mean, I really wish I took I took this now because I the more we the more you talk about it, the more I love the Chargers. Um, I Dallas has lost a lot of defensive players. Um, they just lost to Marcus Lawrence. Uh, you mentioned Lyle Collins on the offensive line suspended five games. I don't know. I mean, Los Angeles's defense is pretty good and their offense is pretty good. And I think this is going to be a, a high flying game and I'm going to take the chargers at home, especially if they're wearing their baby blue uniforms. I'm going to go crazy if they wear the baby blue uniforms, because those, those are some clean jerseys. Um, I, I think last week was the Chargers' first week or Herbert's first week, kind of getting into a groove of his new head coach's offense. Um, give him a, give him this week to, to explode for me. You guys got anything? Sammy. No, I'm with you. I, I, I like the, I like the chargers here. I think, um, I think the game plan is a little different for Dallas than it was for a, uh, for Washington. If you're, Correct. if you're playing yep. Washington, yep. you want to, yep. you want to avoid, you know, big hits. You want to avoid, you know, that front four and what you do is short passes. And that's not really, it, Justin Herbert can do it, but that's not really his game. I think with the, with the Cowboys, you want to try to take the top off that secondary isn't anything special. Uh, and those linebackers are tacklers. They're not the, um, they're not cover guys. Um, although Jalen Smith is, is pretty good in coverage, but um, 
you know, Michael Parsons got picked apart a little bit. Leighton Van Der Esch has been getting picked apart for like the six years he's been in the league, unless you run it up the gut, then he's always there. Um, so I think the Chargers are going to look to explode a little bit. If, if, they're, uh, if they go for explosive plays, I think this is a pretty easy win for the Chargers. Sammy, quick. Over. Love it. Points. All right. So we're going to hit the last 425 game on Sunday NFL week two. We got Tennessee at the Seattle Rams. One pick on this game. Whoa. <laughs> what was that? The Seattle what? <laughs> Whoa. The Tennessee Titans at the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> Sammy, you're on this game. Spread is set at Seattle at home minus five and a half. Over under is 54. Sam. I know what happened on Sunday against the Cardinals. I don't want to – that's not who Tennessee is. I think that was really just – they didn't show up. Simple as that. That's not going to happen again this week. Seattle, yes, they're they're strong offensively and get that early season Russell Wilson where, you know, probably be MVP and be frontrunner until about week seven or eight before they lose, you know, four to five games, but – that's 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 not important here, but okay. At least you're being honest. <laughs> the Titans are. I don't really see the Seahawks having anybody like Chandler Jones is going to wreak havoc in the backfield all day. The the Titans offense is going to show up again this week. Obviously, they're not very strong defensively. I, Seattle should still win this game, but be five and a half, maybe buy a half point, make it six. I'll take the Titans within a touch, like within a touchdown here. I think they can keep it close. They kind of, you know, they, they know what happened last week. They got embarrassed and they're not going to let that happen again. So I see anything it as a close contest. Anything from the gang? I don't I like, like any part of this game. You don't like what stick? Uh, I can get on the over with Mano actually. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. Tennessee, I agree. Tennessee last week <clears throat> were getting decimated by, um, by Chandler, uh, Chandler Jones. Right. So they really went away from what they do best and that's play action football. Um, I think they can get back to see it. Like you, like Sam, like you said, they, they, there's no reason there's nobody on Seattle that that can cause as much disturbance as Chandler Jones did. So I, I think both teams mm-hmm. are, are primed and ready to score here. Yeah. I mean, for what it's worth, Derrick Henry had 58 rushing yards last week. Yeah. They got to so. get Derrick Henry going um, early. He'll yeah. Be fine. So, He'll be back. Yeah. No, so really. excuse me while he drops 150 on your face. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, Derek Henry uh, fantasy owners, uh, yeah, he'll put up, I'm saying, at least 20 points this week. So that does it for our Sunday um, evening games. We're going to head to Sunday night. This game is arguably the best game, uh, I guess, could have been um, the best game of the weekend. We got Kansas City on the road at Baltimore. Kansas City minus three and a half against a very banged up Baltimore Ravens team. Over under is still at set at 55. Two of years are on there. What do you guys think? What do you want, Sammy? You want it? I'll defer to you. Okay. So I will kind. take Patrick Mahomes within four points every single time. I don't care. I don't care they're on the road against the Ravens. The Ravens showed me that they're just shaky enough. Um, and I think that they are going to definitely lose by a four or more. I don't know what else to say. It's the Chiefs. Like, I feel stupid talking up the best team in the league and the best quarterback of all time. But, yeah, I just think this is a shoe in here. I think the Ravens are going to falter. I'm pretty sure Lamar versus uh, Mahomes is they're one and one combined in the series. I don't. I don't think Lamar's beat him. I mean, I remember I last the Ravens beat him. Maybe two years ago, but I don't know. Regardless, uh, so we have the Chiefs in September, 
Okay. Or Patrick Mahomes Chiefs in September, that is. They they don't lose, and Mahomes just dominates. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember last season, I think it was a Monday night game. It was Chiefs-Ravens. All three of you guys were on the Chiefs. I was the lone guy on the, on the Ravens, and the Chiefs kicked the shit out of them. And I'm not going to make that mistake again. Yeah, so the Ravens, they're banged up offensively. You know, don't, it's Lamar Jackson and, you know, a bunch of guys from the practice squad, essentially. So the Chiefs just – yeah, exactly. There's, not, there's nothing to say that hasn't already been said a million times. I totally botched that, by the way. It's, it's 0-3. Yeah, I was just going to say, I, I, I know – I'm pretty sure they haven't beaten – Lamar hasn't beaten Mahomes. So – and I could see it, see it happening again. So don't overthink this. Chiefs minus three and a half. Yes. Yeah, I mean, for what it's worth, I just put ten dollars on it. So, on Chiefs, there you go. Minus boy. On Chiefs minus three and a half. Yeah, just a little sprinkle because, uh, I mean, come on, come on, Mano, what are you thinking? Because you're quiet. You don't want to touch not, this game. Not touching it. No. Why? Um. <laughs> Honestly, why? The Ravens are banged up too. We totally forgot to mention that that their defense, yeah. their defense no is so Peters. shot. Their defense is so so shot without There's no Marcus, Marcus Peters. Peters, and you're going to line up Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and tell them <laughs> to run wild. Like, come on. Yeah, I like Kansas City minus three and a half. I just don't want it to. It feels it feels a bit too low. You know what I mean? Like, Which I is why like you hammer baited. it every single time. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm getting baited. I'll be wrong, but I won't get baited. You know, I won't lose money. Listen, fair enough. All right, in the last game, the Monday night game, nobody wants to touch the Monday <laughs> night game. The Detroit nope. Lions on the road in Lambeau with the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay minus 10.5 after an god-awful week one performance. Total set at 48. Why are none of the boys on this game? What do we? All right, I'll jump can, I set a, can I set a line real quick? Go a line. It. Okay. Over, under, 2.5. Shitty Monday night football graphics where Dan Campbell is eating somebody's kneecaps. <laughs> okay. We're definitely Fair getting enough. one at least. I feel like one's five, a good point five, point five. All right, point 0.5. Are we getting are we getting one or are we getting none? We're, I think we'll get one. We're gonna get one. one. We're gonna get one. Over. Right. Stick, stick, where's the logic here? Because I need to find the line some is just too high. It's that half point over 10. It's freaking me out. I don't like it. I think the Packers are gonna be back and the Lions are going to take a step back. Didn't they almost have a comeback last week? I'm pretty sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. They, 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 they turned they, a 32-point they or 24-point deficit. They, didn't they score 24 points in the last, like, two minutes of the game? Yeah, something yes. like that. They exhausted everything they had last week <laughs> in the second half. The hand motions. I think I know what you mean by giving me those hand motions. Yes. They blew their load, if you will. <laughs> Thank you, Mano. Thanks <laughs> for clarifying. Uh, you know, you, you got said it. it. You said it. Um, yeah, no, it's just that half-point hook over 10 freaks me out. But I think the Packers are going to be back and. In a big in a big way this week. Oh yeah, a strange feeling. Rogers going to go for like four fifty and five touchdowns, but yeah, I mean, I think uh, we'll see. I think as Stick says, he's gonna they're gonna they're gonna explode. Whatever that means. Um, I'm not touching ten and a half. It's double digits, and last week was sca- too scary for me. Um, it's probably gonna be a live bet situation if it gets close, but if not, hands off. Sammy, nothing. Yeah, I, I don't want to touch it. It's <laughs> all right. So then that way, that wraps up this week's week two NFL caps on sports podcast brought to you by Nick Stick, Sammy, and Mano. It's been a pleasure hosting you guys today. Thanks for having me. Nick, you did a good job. I'll give you thanks. That. Thanks. Yeah, that was it, masterfully done. 
I appreciate it. You know, hopefully um, I'm back here next week in this seat with this mic next to my face. I'll probably be, I will absolutely be in the same spot, but um, hopefully I'm, I'm out here hosting again next week because uh, I like talking to you guys, you know? All right. We got to go over this real quick. So what happens if we all go four and oh? If we all go four and oh, we all it's not possible. We have conflicting picks. Forget about it. Five and oh. If we all go five, if we if we all go five and zero, we all host the podcast together. Overlapping, same time, same exact time, same exact time. Everyone asks the same question. There it is, absolute chaos. Um, I plugged it in before, and I'll plug it again. Caps on Sports Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, uh, TikTok, YouTube, Apple Podcast. Hit me in my DMs. Hit Man on his DMs. Hit Sammy in his DMs. Hit Stick in his DMs, bro. Let's come follow the Caps on Sports Podcast. We're having a good time. Um, tough first week, but the first week's always the hardest. There's only one way to go from here straight in the air, baby. Until next time.